Tom Hanks podcast. Wow, it's Tom Hanks podcast. You've got Hanks, so let's say thanks for Hanks. Yeah. Hello and welcome to You've Got Hanks. This is the podcast about Tom Hanks that I host, and I'm Rachel Chapman, uh, the world's number one Tom Hanks fan. <laughs> Self-proclaimed. Um, <laughs> I'm very excited today because I have two of my favorite people. They're super funny. Um, they're the married comedians. <laughs> they also host a podcast together that I've been on and I'm a fan of. It's a very Christmas movie podcast. It's Aaron Smith and Tanner Hodgson. Hi. Hi. Hello. Welcome to uh, the podcast. <laughs> thank you for having us. Yeah. And thank you. Um, today we are covering a movie that I skipped over the first time that I went through every single Tom Hanks movie in chronological <laughs> order because I didn't realize that it counted, but apparently <laughs> it counts according to a lot of, um, you know, like rating, like rankings and imdb okay. lists it so it counts i guess what are these rankings like i think recently like some of that vulture variety one of the v words they um they <laughs> ranked every single tom hanks movie based on their personal preference it was terrible it was not great um they listed a lot of great ones low and then they listed some terrible ones high and i would know because i watched every single movie but they <laughs> Included cars, so now do they rate cars? Are they rating it as though? Because to me, if I'm rating this as a Tom Hanks movie, I'm putting it very low, yes, also I, as a regular movie, but yeah, <laughs> I because I, I guess I just that feel is like true. it shouldn't like, in a list of Tom Hanks movies. This is the last one I would recommend. Well, it's like, are you rating his performance versus also like his sort of performance? in the scope of the film like i'd say his performance in this movie is great yeah <laughs> enjoyable it's but very it's... small in terms of <laughs> any impact on the movie yeah but... some might even call it a cameo that could have been deleted <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's the thing though uh i mean it counts because i will say that half of tom hanks movies are tom hanks being uh, like the star of the movie and then the other half of tom hanks movies are him just doing a cameo as like a for a friend like there is a good chunk of movies that i had to watch for the podcast where he was literally in it for like a second and one where he was just a picture of him being like pretending to be dead in a mailbox so whoa what movie is that elvis has left the building did he is he friends with the people who made it or he's something? He's friends with Elvis. I that think... rem, that reminds me of so there's this Finnish filmmaker, Aki Tarasmaki, and he worked with this actor Monty Pelampa a lot. And there was this movie uh that he was that Monty Pelampa was probably going to be in that was made right after Monty Pelampa died in 1995. And there's a picture of a baby in there, and that's a picture of Monty Pelampa when he was a baby. Um, as like an an ode to him mm-hmm. so is this similar to that <laughs> no i think it was maybe like a director that he had worked with before and and then also it, it was a movie that starred that guy from my big fat greek wedding and oh yeah the, that's a place 
the Play Walmart, time. the Walgreens guy. Oh yeah, is he? He's the Walgreens guy. Or the quarter happy and healthy. Okay. Yeah. Um, now I'm interested that you chose to include that in your list of Tom Hanks movies, but this would be at least as a speaking role. How I why know. did this one get skipped? Well, but the thing is, photograph one. Maybe. Yeah. I didn't know because I had never seen the Elvis has left the building okay. movie before. So I didn't know the extent to his cameo. Um, and I knew Cars because I have seen it too many times. Um, okay. So I knew Which that. I would it, say is one time. Yeah. No, no, should we go? Should we like, should we do this podcast so that you could sl- slip it into your feed as though you recorded it? in chronological order or is it okay that it's coming out um, later i think we... it's okay because okay. the other movies his cameos were in the movie right but this yeah. one his cameo comes after the movie so it's like a after... okay that makes sense okay it fits like the this. vibe of his in in his part in the movie um but have you guys seen cars before <laughs> i had seen it as a kid i had not i mean you were not a kid when it came out yeah that's true 17 i was 17 why did that's, i go see cars that's still kid though you're not i guess at the time adult. though at the time pixar movies i still i was under the impression that it's like well we all go see every pixar movie yeah. i was i think this one my mom like decided this one's bad and we shouldn't see it but i well, we also weren't seeing all the Pixar movies because I remember in theaters because I remember seeing Finding Nemo for the first time on DVD oh. because it was one of the it was like an early DVD we had and we like watched all the special features and like I remember watching a featurette where the boy who does the voice of Nemo it was like a sort of little comedy thing where he's like hanging around with like the crew and we were all like he's funny and then later you learn he is Shane on weeds and Mm -hmm. this little boy who I was like this is a funny little boy on weeds he jerks off to a picture of his mom so (laughs) there's a lot of of nasty stuff that happens in weeds so in the back of my mind I'm still like ah this sweet boy (laughs) (laughs) thought <laughs> was funny on this dvd nemo what is, is yeah nemo is now a nasty boy yeah. <laughs> oh no but neither of us had i mean erin had never seen it and i hadn't seen it in like 15 years okay yeah. um, i feel like i stopped i don't know yeah i didn't i we weren't like a go see all of them in theaters because no. oh. i have very visceral it's, memories of like seeing like the incredibles in school and I remember like jumping at part of it and this girl who like I was working with on a project like laughed at me for like being like reacting she was like oh you thought that was pretty scary huh and I was just like no I didn't that sucks I was just like so I was like no (laughs) just being like I wish I never reacted to anything (laughs) No, is this a movie? What is your, you said you've seen it many times. Yes. Well, I've seen it many times because, um, well, I'm, my family does go see every single Pixar movie because we are a Disney family. Um, but then also I had to watch it for Inside the Disney Vault, my other podcast. And for some reason, Oscar decided that he was going to, uh, because we would do a bunch of like small 
episodes on that podcast and he decided that he was going to do all of the toe mater shorts as episodes. <laughs> I've seen every single toe mater short, um, all of the cars movies. It's just I've seen too much cars. Like I don't like cars, I will say. <laughs> Toe, okay, Tomater shorts. Yeah, there's a whole thing of Tomater shorts where they were just aired on the Disney Channel, and are they CG or are they regular animation? Yeah, they're like the they're like the movie. Okay. Yeah. Ugh, I just I I thought the movie. I don't think the cars looked that great, but I thought the like the pavement like. The, oh yeah up, i'm like this looks so good i really believe this road was damaged and this is what it would look like yeah pixar is um, impressive animation and that when the, when um lightning mcqueen does finally finish the road and they're all riding on it it does look very fun and i do want to go <laughs> it's fun. It's fun. drive on a road <laughs> i do it is fun to drive i mean not fun like it's like nice <laughs> with a newly paved road yeah, yeah. yeah all smooth yeah especially yeah. when i feel like there's been like a route driving to work that was really like bumpy and then like they repave it and it's like oh yeah baby. <laughs> and I'm, I'm leaning back in the car yeah. <laughs> unsafe mm-hmm. that's the um, best uh so the synopsis for anyone who hasn't seen it uh, doesn't want to was like what are we talking about cars is a hotshot race car named Lightning McQueen gets waylaid, waylaid in Radiator <laughs> Springs, where he finds the true meaning of friendship and family. Do you think that is family? Yeah. Family. I don't know about that. None of these people are family. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it's just I, friendship. Okay. There's Friends no children in the cars world. That's true. I well, I do want to get your opinion because I've talked about this on my other podcast. I do want to get your opinion about the cars and their anatomy and how they grow. And there are, I feel like I have seen children cars before. <laughs> um, and then there are car bugs. There's those. There's yes. Because at first I saw when they first get to Radiator Springs, there are some flies to show that the town moves slow. Yeah. And I didn't notice that they were car flies. Yeah. And then later we see those like little bugs, little yeah. bug cars. Yeah. They're I mean, like VW bugs, but they're bugs. I mean, yeah. it's cute, okay. but it That's... doesn't make <laughs> sense. I, now, I have a strong opinion on this in that I believe that the Cars movies should be taken this as the like the lego movie is where it's like this is a child playing with toy cars oh okay there is nothing deeper the these these cars don't exist outside of the the like play that we see okay so that's you don't, all there is there is no yeah you don't fall under the pixar theory where everyone leaves earth at one point and then all the cars become people oh and- Okay, because that was sort of how I, I didn't view it as like, this is after the events of Wally or whatever. I did have a feel, it felt to me like this was, there was some sort of apocalyptic scenario. Humanity has died and these were cars that were imbued with an AI. And so they started to develop their own society. And that's why their society 
isn't built around things that would be convenient for cars, but is human things adapted to cars. But but wait, so that were the cars theory. now did Route 66 or did the highway or the freeway exist before all the humans died? Oh. Or was it that after the humans died, the, the cars then took it upon themselves to pave a new like to make a new overway, uh, new freeway I feel like there is a cutting car- out. Or were these cars, like you were saying, imbued with AI, convincing them that they've always had these stores and that there used to be more traffic, but they've actually never lived? Yeah, I think the AI deleted the memory of the people. Like it was one sort of like Tesla that had a computer, a powerful computer on board. Uh-huh. You know, it was able to program the other cars, but didn't want them to be subservient and instead created this idea that the cars had built this society and that this is the type of stuff. Because why would a car want a store that it goes into? (laughs) (laughs) Only like one car, can. it doesn't make any sense. They would want just like big open area, like maybe a big covered road to drive on. Yeah. The cars would not build these small spaces. I, yeah, I don't know anything about, I don't think the, the, I, here's the thing. I think the creators of the cars franchise were reckless and they didn't think <laughs> about this because yes. yeah, we're all thinking about it and they didn't think about it at all. And we have questions. Like yeah. also my biggest thing is these cars have tongues. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that felt that the tongues felt like they were added at some point in the animation and it was not in the script you know like it felt like a different creative voice added those tongues yeah they were like we need a tongue for lightning mcqueen to tie the race doesn't which i'm so mad about because I I don't think that should be allowed because if the other two cars had stuck out their tongues, they would have won. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, and no, Tanner no. says, well, but they didn't. They didn't. They didn't yeah, stick out their tongues. They should have stuck out their tongues. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Oh. The t- well, yeah. The tongues oh. are like their facial expressions. Like sometimes there were sequences where one of the cars would be doing something that wasn't inherently interesting. Like, I think the first time we saw this was when Mac was driving and was getting sleepy. He started just making a bunch of facial expressions, like in the reflection of a car that was in front of him. And like, that was supposed to be like a humorous moment, but it didn't, it wasn't connected to the story at all. And it felt like someone at a late stage, they were like going through the movie and they were like, this part isn't funny enough. Let's add in the face being funny. And that happened like multiple times in the movie where, yeah, it didn't it didn't seem like the people who had written anything the cars did wrote that in there. Yeah. yeah. It was yeah. reckless. It was it terrible. Was reckless. Well, and also the, the movie just is the movie Doc Hollywood. Yes, I was, yeah. <laughs> Do you know Doc Hollywood? No. So but, Michael J. Fox movie. Yeah, so we were watching and I was like, this is Doc Hollywood. And then I assumed, oh, Doc Hollywood must be based on something the same way that like um, Eliza Doolittle, like what's that play? Oh, I don't know about Mil- Pygmalion? Yeah, right? like like people be like, this is like a Pygmalion type. Yeah, you thought this was like an archetypal story. Yeah, like, I was like, oh, Doc. shot on their way somewhere. 
ends up in a small it's town waylaid and, learns, small, yeah, yeah. Waylaid and learns that small town life is better well and then i look it up it's and not. it's just like all the reviews of cars accused it of plagiarizing talk hollywood oh uh, <laughs> probably i don't know a lot of their stories are very similar well disney in general because like lion king is hamlet right yeah and then I don't know. A lot of Disney is just other. Yeah. But at least, at least I feel like Hamlet is old enough to become yeah. an archetype. Like, like this <laughs> is a movie that was like fifteen years old, and they oh. just like they're like, it, let's do it with cars. Yeah. yeah. Well, and it's so weird because it's like it doesn't it doesn't make sense for it, the why they chose this, you know. Yeah. Like it's like I feel like they chose like like Doc Hollywood. Somebody wrote this, but also it's like if you thought of it as being like pitch, you would be like, well, Michael J. Fox sort of is someone who could play sort of this hot shot character, but also there's a sweetness about him. This is the type of story that makes sense as a Michael J. Fox vehicle. This and doesn't make sense they, either. Pixar just heard the word vehicle. Yeah, <laughs> like I They're genuinely like, am like, if they Google yeah. like movies that start with a car crash and like, because <laughs> the Doc Hollywood is Michael J. Fox is this doctor who is he's a hotshot young doctor. He's moving to Los Angeles Ooh. to become a plastic surgeon. He's dri- he's driving a sports car like a hot rod and he crashes into a fence of a small town a judge in the small town says that he in order to pay for the fence he has to work at the hospital in town for like enough hours to pay off the fence so then he has to stay in the town for like two weeks and he had two weeks before his job was starting and then he starts to fall in love with the town and he develops a relationship with a woman in the town and then he does go to los angeles but then he decides to move back to the town at the end. So it's literally the exact same story, even the specific of the fact that the hotshot is going to LA. <laughs> wow. Yeah, because that's another thing, because uh, Radiator Springs is like a fun car name town, but LA is not a fun, and if we're living in yeah. the car world, they could have changed the name of the town <laughs> to something like a car pun. Well, and it even was weird to me because, like, when we saw L.A., they didn't do any, like, jokes about the Hollywood sign or anything. Yeah. yeah I thought there, I thought there'd be jokes about, like, it being a movie, like, see cars in movies there. Yeah. Like, I knew Tom Hanks was in it. And I was like, oh, he must be in this part where they'll show celebrities. <laughs> no. L.A. is just, like, a town that has a huge racetrack. In it. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, do, do does LA have a huge racetrack? I feel no like idea. we would know, right? Yeah, I think Some it's point. like Vegas. Like when people yeah. go, they go to Vegas. It, if there was a huge racetrack, they would be using it as like a COVID vaccination or testing yeah. site. So we would have been there in the last nine months at some point, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, the, the Paul Newman character is named Doc Hudson. Yeah. Which, it's uh doc Hall. yes doc doc yes and there is like his sort of like mentor in doc hollywood is the other older doctor in town wow and the woman he falls in love with is like the daughter of the doctor and there's even a scene where like how uh with mater uh 
Lightning McQueen goes and like gets into trouble with the tipping the cows. Like there's like farm hijinks. Like there was a great moment where Michael J. Fox is walking around with a pig that we. <laughs> he takes care of like a pig the whole movie. Yeah, he no takes, one like, ever watched Doc. I know. <laughs> like it wasn't a great movie, but it's like we Tanner and I both like Michael J. Fox, and it was yeah. just like a nice Michael J. Fox yeah. movie. Yeah, we just want to look at Michael J. Fox. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. Um, <laughs> well, I need to add that to my list. Well, before we get into the movie, what is your favorite Tom Hanks movie? I think we have the same one, so I was gonna pick. I was gonna pick Big, so that we didn't pick the same one. No, I wasn't gonna pick that. One. Oh, then I'm picking okay. Burbs. Yeah. Yeah, the Burbs. You have nothing else to say. I have no, do I have to have more? There's a part where. <laughs> There's a part where, uh, what's that guy says? That neighbor kid's a meatball. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's a line I really like. Where we, I saw it as a kid and I was so scared of it. And then I made up an ending for it that I was like, this must be the ending. And then Tanner and I rewatched it, but we like got stopped before the end. So, and we ended up like watching it two times without seeing the end. So I was convinced this ending I'd made up was real. And then we finally watched the end and it's like the ending you expect it to be, not this twist I made up for 20 what years. What's the twist? Well, I guess you've seen the birds. I yeah. thought that they actually were good, the neighbors. Oh yeah, well, that's what they believed. And then they were bad. Yeah, so I was like, okay, there will be like a twist. Because I was so scared as a kid. I remember seeing the part where they like find the bone. It, yeah. The dog finds a bone in their yard. Just that being so disturbing and me like thinking about this. <laughs> like a dog finding a bone in my yard. I remember picturing. So then I was like, but then it just being like straightforward sort of like Cold War fear of like Eastern European people <laughs> was disappointing to experience. Mm. But I'm going to say my favorite is Turner and Hooch because oh. I had such a visceral reaction to seeing Tom Hanks in those un- that underwear he wears. <laughs> yeah. Huh. He's in his underwear a lot in that movie. Yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> interesting. <laughs> that movie is sad, though. I feel like I... I, I <laughs> I used to have like, what's your favorite Tom Hanks movie on like my dating profiles? And then people, a lot of people would say Turner and Hooch. And then I would come back being like, that movie's sad. And they're like, no, it's not. <laughs> like, have you seen it recently? Yeah. <laughs> I think it is a distressing movie, but it was a sexual awakening for me to see. <laughs> It was those briefs. I yeah. feel like we you hated it when we watched it recently because we thought it was too gross to see the dog slobbering, right? Oh yeah. yeah. That <laughs> when was gross. He yeah. Messes up the house. That's and, also and Tom Hanks is just mean in it. Well, and to think about Tom Hanks getting in a fight with Henry Winkler and Henry Winkler having to quit as the director. Oh yeah. yeah. It's just too much. It's well, too much for I think me. I think it was Henry Winkler was fighting with Tom Hanks. <laughs> Wow. I, I just I don't who who's 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 the bad guy in that situation. It does but, it is two guys that you're like, I've never heard of a story of them being the bad guy. Yeah. yeah. Maybe they both were like, No, I'm the good no, I'm the good. <laughs> <laughs> they're like with them trying to like open a door for each other and they're like, yeah. Oh, you can't film because <laughs> And they got mad. They were like, You're too nice. No, you're too nice. <laughs> 
And then wow. I was like, I'm over it. They go to a meeting and they're like, you have to fire one of us. Please let it be me. Oh. <laughs> well, they never ended up shooting because they both, they were on the phone the night before the shooting. Neither of them would hang up. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, you hang up. No, you hang up. Oh, that's sad. Well, I hope they can um, mend their relationship. I'm sure yeah. they've sat down and watched Cars together. I know. <laughs> I think recently, though, there was an article where Henry Winkler still said something bad about Tom Hanks or something like that. Like, he's like, yeah, I'll never work with that guy or something like that. I don't know. Because we saw he directed that movie uh, Night Shift, right? That yeah. We watched. That was around the same time, right? Yeah, I think he didn't he like leave Turn and Hitch to direct something else. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, I think we we watched recently the movie he did direct, and it it's like a Michael Keaton. Yeah, Michael Keaton, another another one of our. No, wait, but he's Henry Henry things. Winkler's in that movie. I'm. This is not, this, is not this timeline is not correct. Yeah, and this is also seven years before then. <laughs> and this is directed by Ron Howard. This is just a movie Henry Winkler's in. Okay, yeah, we made Ron that up. Howard directed Tom a lot. You know, Ron Howard should step <laughs> in, and he should be. The, the mediator between them when they finally become friends okay. again. When or at ready. least just friendly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And well, they're both, they both, they're older guys. They should suck it up in a, you know. Yeah, they're um, getting up there. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder but, if when Tom, I'm sorry to bring this up, had COVID, maybe he called Henry Winkler from his hospital bed. <laughs> yeah. He was like, like y'all. You know yeah, I don't want to go with this weighing on. I hope he did. I hope, I hope so, happened. too. Yeah. I'll ask him next time. <laughs> in, in, in your next, did you call him? In your next letter to him. Yeah, yeah, I'll ask. ask <laughs> uh, well, Cars. Um, cars. Directed by John Lasseter and Joe Ramph. Ramph. Mm-hmm. Um, the late Joe Rant. Yeah, Joe. very sad. Um, yeah. Do you know this commercial panel all the time? There was a commercial for Wally when I worked in a movie theater in high school, and there was a there was a time when I don't know we had like seven movies, seven different movies that all started with the same trailer for Wally, and it's a guy being like, in the summer of 1994, there was a lunch. It was me, John Lasseter, Pete Doctor, and the late Joe Rant. Oh and We yeah. all got together. <laughs> Toy Story was almost completed. We said, hey, if we're going to make another one of these, we got to get started now. So at that lunch, we threw around a bunch of ideas that eventually became A Bug's Life, Monsters Incorporated, Finding Nemo. And the last story we talked about was the story of a robot named Wally. And it's like, and then it plays the Wally trailer. Yeah. But so I introduced to this man as the late Joe Ramp, is how I learned of him. Yeah. And then so, to see to see at the end of the movie in honor of in memory of Joe Ramp. Yeah. 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 Say, hmm. If I could have maybe they should have waited to the next one to honor him. Oh well he actually I looked on his wiki page. He was honored in the next one as well. <laughs> yeah, they've honored him a bunch of times. Um, okay, he's got lots of honor. But he deserves it. He was a good yeah. guy. 
Um, but yeah, I've I've heard of that lunch. They were like, we came up with all of the. They talk about that lunch a lot. Apparently, that's where I like, came up with all of the movie ideas. Were they high? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> well, well, how could they even how come up with this idea? With I'm just yeah. like, if I came up with five movie ideas at one lunch, I would be like, let's have ten lunches and see what we come up with. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have to do all of these. We don't. First thought is not best thought. We wrote down the word cars on a napkin. That wasn't <laughs> enough. <laughs> well, uh, then they came up with a bug's life, which I like a bug's life. And then they came up with Monsters, Inc., right? Is yeah. That yeah. That was a good one. They came up with yeah, good ideas. Good ideas. The story of a robot named Wally. Yeah. yeah. That one was a good one. Rat- um, was Ratatouille at that lunch? I don't, I don't think, think so. he makes it in the ad, so okay. no. he was actually cooking that lunch, though. Yeah, he was. <laughs> they have funny. rats in the kitchen at Pixar, just so you know. Um, just kidding. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, this movie had a budget of $120 million, and it got a gross worldwide of $461 million. So good for them. Pretty, they yeah, made pretty money. good. Good, pretty good, good job. Good job. Um, we can kind of just skim through the plot because yeah. I don't think anyone really. But basically, like McQueen's at this race, and he's like, "Kachow, kachow!" And he, uh, and he basically he ties with the other guys. Chuck, Chuck, what is this? Chuck, chick, chick, yeah, chick. Uh, green one. Let's call him green one and blue one. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, I do have. Okay, so it's it's chick chick Hicks and. Uh, strip the king weathers. Um, oh boy! So now, <laughs> I also t- I was going to take notes throughout the movie, and Tanner was like, "You're not allowed to do yeah, that." Yeah, was gonna. So, <laughs> so I was only allowed to take notes on one note. <laughs> yeah, oh, I, okay. Aaron will. Aaron will take like four pages of notes on like yeah. an eighty-minute Christmas movie. So I was afraid to see what she would churn out for this yeah i did so i epic did length almost two hours i did start yeah. writing down all the female characters because pixar has a real dearth of them and yeah. there are not oh. very many did you get the two twins that flash lightning yes yeah that see that like i'm like we don't need to go into everything with their biology and how their bodies work but if headlights equal boobs <laughs> but what? Then it's weird because most of them just have their headlights out all the time so yeah <laughs> only this type of car can conceal that it's like yeah. a type of genitals that like only one out of every hundred people has this extra genital and they well, can but then show it's you. also like then it's like lightning mcqueen doesn't have it he doesn't have boobs yeah yeah i think this was just another one of those uh let's add in a joke later and then it doesn't make sense in the world of and it's also yeah yeah it's like i don't yeah i don't like those jokes that are like for mommy and daddy it's like make a joke for the parents by writing a good character based joke that everybody yeah. can yeah. enjoy yeah i get weirded out with those like sexual jokes that are like this is for the adults and it's like yeah but this is a kids movie and also adults don't always think that like blue jokes are funny yeah Yeah. i'm like that's something a weird pervert is doing to like groom a child yeah (laughs) no i I do want to let us continue in the plot but i do want to take this time to point out this is when (laughs) This uh, first race is when Aaron discovered that NASCAR races have more than one lap. She'd always oh, yeah. 
that like <laughs> people fill up a stadium to watch the race cars go around the track one time and that's the whole of the race. Well, I didn't know they go around so like so many so times. So many times. Because in Mario Kart, it's three, right? <laughs> right, but... <laughs> Well, in my my only experience with racing, why would they have like pit crews? I don't know because they're driving so fast. Yeah, tires are getting worn out with one lap. So my only experience with like car stuff was like that Frankie Muniz Disney Channel original movie about soap, like soapbox. Oh yeah, Miracle in Lane (laughs) Two. Yeah, and I'm like, I don't know. Okay, I guess I'm I'm wrong. I no, yeah. It makes um, sense that all the, yeah. you know, those cars all drove to just go like, watch. I like gonna... the idea of this sporting event that takes like five, five minutes. Yeah. Well, <laughs> We're okay. But like a race with people, they don't race around that many That's times. That's true. Right? Yeah. But there's well, lots to, of racers. To be honest, I don't understand the appeal of watching cars race around in a circle for a long periods of time. Right? Yeah. Sure, just, I guess that's a good point. It doesn't sound much better. Yeah. Yeah, but also it's like you, you you're not paying attention to that final lap because that's when you really care. Yeah, I mean, and, so I like I guess it's actually about like the tiny the tiny loss of distance each lap. Yeah, but it's like who I'm watching it in real time. I'm not watching it sped up. Yeah. <laughs> I can't comprehend that. Are they really just like loose on the track like that, or do they have lanes? Loose, yeah. No, they can. They we they they draft you like drive close behind another car so they get all the wind resistance, but you don't. That's scary. That's like a. That's the only. That's the only data I have on. Imagine NASCAR. if a freeway was like that. You could just be wherever you wanted to on the freeway. That's kind you of LA. You're <laughs> lanes, Aaron. Yeah, but yeah, I but the green car was so mean. I know. I know. I am being. <laughs> yeah um, um so yeah well, so it yeah. is so they do tie because lightning mcqueen sticks out his tongue so then they're like well we'll do another race in la so they all have to go to la and lightning mcqueen and his mac truck that he l- gets inside which i don't anatomy wise is that his yes. body that's the that distressed because he is the only one we even see open up his doors yeah no one else like we don't even know if their doors work yeah so yeah I don't well, know. and then also there's like the rusty cars and taylor oh, yeah. and i were trying to figure out what that means yeah. like is that like eggs is that like a what is the condition? yeah what that i didn't, I, think, I don't engage too much on the what is this map to in reality but this yeah. i did this did trouble me because it seemed body shapey yeah, I think it's people who don't use sunscreen and, you know, have, like, leathery skin. Okay. You know what I mean? That's what okay. I was thinking. It seemed all, It seemed almost like a sort of, like, leprosy. Like, he yeah. was afraid of catching it. And then it was, like, these people are sort of, like, in their society, like, sort of secluded. But, but like, I, they don't want But also, I feel like, to me, the, like, original thing of, like, your bumper problems it seemed like butt stuff to me it was oh, like yeah, it oh is this like, like hemorrhoids is this like a hemorrhoids thing? but like hemorrhoids don't like take over your whole body that's not part of hemorrhoids that's yeah. just one little it's yeah. a tiny little area where you get them yeah, yeah. the mapping didn't, it, I didn't like, know what it none was. of the mapping in this movie worked but that one yeah. was sort of distressing because then his friend mater has it yeah later so, so does mater have hemorrhoids 
it must it seems more serious whatever he's got going on yeah well and also he lost his like hood yeah i like that really distressed me and then he finds it and it flips off i got just so sad for him (laughs) i thought that the hood part when he like sneezed it off that was like a toupee that's what I thought it was. Like, but it also impacted his voice. Oh, yeah. It made him more nasal. I don't maybe, know. Maybe it was like a, a mustache. Toupee? Well, but other cars, uh, like we see at some point the little cars who are, who fix up the stuff. They're, they had little like mustaches. wheels that fell off. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's a retainer. You, okay. You do talk funny when you wear your retainer, right? Yeah, it's I I mean I guess this is why this is my issue is like I can't I feel like there's so little care and thought yeah. put into any of the mapping that I'm just like, oh it's nothing. It is this is why I I'm like it's a child playing with cards. It's yeah. no yeah. there is no thought put into what this will be. They're just like, I guess it'll it'll like sort of match a pattern in your mind with what would happen to a person but like they're not well that's thinking why about anything. that's why i think yeah. this movie distressed a lot of people because i feel like they did do that care in some of their other movies like yeah. i haven't seen them in a long time but i feel like a bug's life they more like tried to actually think about like what ant society is like you know <laughs> yeah. and like right based on that instead of just like weird jokes where ants like have a motel or like finding nemo i feel like had more of these kinds of jokes like a school of fish but it yeah. but the fish weren't like you know they didn't it wasn't like spongebob under the water yeah it yeah. still made sense of stuff that was in the ocean yeah i wonder if that's just because uh fish do exist but living cars don't exist. yeah like they can't that's true they Fish couldn't like they couldn't is it research it yeah is it that they really have no imagination so they're like i don't i don't know what this would be it just has to be the same as people yeah yeah I it's just, just there's just no connection between the story and the fact that they're cars yeah just because <laughs> we true. well because we we know this because the story has already been done with a human doctor named Doc Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's no reason for them to be cars. Yeah. I'm just like, if I was going to write a story about a car, I would think about a car and then like write I, a story yeah. from that. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. We don't need I, to, you know, let's let's criticize the actual text and not yeah. what it could have been. It's, if we keep talking about the world of cars, it's just going to get hard because we'll never find an answer for yeah, yeah there, there are no answers it's um, uh, a they just the, baked a muffin top they didn't yeah. there's no there is no bottom the filmmakers were reckless uh, <laughs> like lightning really mcqueen were. yeah um, um but this is when lightning gets lost uh well, in the middle we need his agent <laughs> harv rocket voiced by jeremy piven who oh, plays yeah. ari gold and entourage <laughs> great they were like oh we got a great joke here <laughs> well it's weird because we recently finished watching all of entourage <laughs> so it was a very strange thing to come across like a reference i would not have understood a month ago but like for it to be somehow me watching cars was so perfectly timed for my life that is true wow. yeah. 
I love yeah. when that happens. <laughs> well, apparently in the UK version, Jeremy Piven doesn't voice that character. It's oh. like it's like a British man. Oh. Well, maybe it's because they that's their that's someone that's in a an entourage like show, but for the UK. Yeah. So it's a funny joke because it's a joke. Right. He's from Hollyoaks. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, yeah, so they, yeah, but he gets lost. He gets lost. He wrecks this road in the middle of Radiator Springs. And then yeah, he start. I mean, I don't blame him. He gets so he's like scared and running through this town, and the cop starts chasing him, and the cop car like backfires, and Lightning McQueen thinks he's being shot at. At this yeah. point, I do not blame him for evading arrest. I think I, that that should be taken to, into account in his sentencing. I feel like we yeah, should. Yeah, ACAB. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, actually, it's ACCAB. All cop cars are bad. Yeah, because cabs are okay. A cab. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then he's getting arrested, and then he wakes up at the impound yard. Yeah. How, why did he fall asleep? <laughs> this is a good he was question. tired. He was scared. <laughs> um, <laughs> You know, and then running around thinking that he was being shot at and it's stressful. He it passed just, out. It just seems like they left out like he was supposed to have been bonked on the head or something. But then they were like, wait a minute, that doesn't make any sense. Also, I'm just like, okay, let's accept that explanation of he, he got passed tired. out. Yeah. So what the police in this world do is if you pass out... <laughs> They drag you to your holding cell and just throw you. I guess this is the same as what our police would do, but like, yeah, this is supposed to be a Pixar movie. There should have been a part where, like, the police are like, We should check and see if he's okay. Well, there's no other point in this movie where, well, that's he actually was sleepy earlier. He's yeah. that is the last time we see any indication that he gets sleepy. I think he does sleep later, but he does not get tired. I didn't I didn't understand Mac falling asleep while he's driving. I just don't think I would fall asleep while I'm running really fast. <laughs> <laughs> but Lightning McQueen gets punished and he has to rebuild the road. Mm-hmm. And we get to see more of Radiator Springs and all the people who live in it. There's like the fire truck who's so cute. And then there's the the tire <laughs> the guy. The fire truck is cute. It just yeah. <laughs> The fire truck is cute. He's like watering plants and very shy. Yeah. He keeps knocking over tires. Yeah. That's a big joke. And then uh, Bonnie Hunt is, um, she owns a cozy cone motel. But she's then, also a lawyer. Yes. And she's introduced, don't worry, she's introduced by Lightning Queen thinking she's really hot and sexually yes. harassing her is yes. her entrance. She even has a back tattoo. Um, yes. Yeah. Uh, which I don't know what that's supposed to be on a car. Um, You'd think it would be like a bumper sticker. Bumper sticker, but that's, yeah, that's That's something else. That's what the Lizzie or whatever does instead. This old lady, she smacks bumper stickers on people. And people don't like it. Yeah. It's again, sort of a, I said, a crossing the line. Yeah. But it's funny when an old lady does it. Yeah. Well, and this movie definitely thinks that people people having a debilitated mental state is funny yes. because yes. this old woman clearly is experiencing dementia and that's very funny. And then also Nader, it, we're not, he yeah. he's a childlike mind. Yes. yes, but I will say, I feel like Nader, and you know, uh, props to 
Larry the Cable yeah. Guy. I feel like Mater had the only lines that where it's like, this is the line is supposed to be funny, and I did find it funny. Yeah, yeah. I laughed at a couple. I mean, you know what? I'm intrigued by these Mater shorts. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean Mater is a fine character. I am over it, but. Uh, <laughs> There is a reason why, like, I mean, he was, cre- I think the Mater creator, uh, character is created for kids, you know? So I yeah. think that's why he's dumb, because it's, like, relatable to kids. And maybe that's also why it works, is because yeah. it wasn't, like, a weird, strange joke that, like, well, adults need it to be yeah. also about titties. So, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, he does have, like, a sexual appetite, and he talks about being attracted to Bonnie Hunt. That's true. Yeah. But it, I think that's just Larry the Cable Guy. But couldn't help it. <laughs> I, I mean, it made me uncomfortable how Lightning was mean to Mater. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. that's the the Mater. <laughs> that's the like character trope of like the the city guy coming to a small town and like treating the small town guy like he's stupid. But it's like, but it's interesting because it's like he is stupid. Yeah, he is stupid. Yeah. It's like this movie it isn't <laughs> it isn't even just Lightning McQueen's perspective being warped by his success or like coming from the big city. Everyone in this town is stupid. <laughs> and the rules are Atlanta. I, yes, I mean, to me so Oh, I just realized there okay. is another movie like this. It's the one where um who's the snl guy ghostbuster who makes like vodka oh dan Aykroyd. dan Aykroyd is like a judge and he goes crazy and makes the people are you talking about nothing but trouble yeah <laughs> nothing but trouble it's not like this it's i see what you're saying it's another small town judge but it's not crazy. that they learn a lesson that the small town is good that's true. The lesson of nothing but trouble is not that the nothing but trouble monsters are the good guys. That's true. But I feel like this, so this is 1991. And then what year was Doc Hollywood? Like 19, I think like Doc Hollywood was like the same, 1991. These two movies, the same year come out about people getting, about small town <laughs> justice enough. gone awry. Okay. Yeah. This was, this so, was okay, so he has to okay. repave the road. He repaves right? the road. Um, he does a really terrible job at first because he wants to like just get it done with, and well, then he that's... runs away. At yeah, first. he runs away, but they've siphoned his gas, so Which he is scary. Yeah, but then uh, he ends up racing uh, Doc Hudson, right, and then getting stuck in the cactus because he doesn't know how to turn. Yeah, he doesn't know how to do Which like is... drifting. Yeah, yeah, it's weird that like that was like a thing because it's like that didn't really matter in his race except. It only mattered because, like, the the green car, like, pushed him. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. not, like, a normal thing you should have to do unless someone is, like, pushing you. I think it yeah. was yeah. a way to, like, prove that Doc Hudson was, like, a good racer. Yeah. But, like, why, I guess why, all, why also that the small town has a great race car driver? Yeah, that's Why does that weird. need to be part of it? I guess so that later they could show up and help him. But they also could, I mean, it is so that he sees that small town people can have value because in Lightning McQueen's mind, the only way you can have value is if you're a race, if you can race. Uh Yeah, I think it's also so he can see himself like what he could be or something. Yeah, well, but it's also weird that his, he like starts to like Bonnie Hunt more once he learns she is from the big city too. 
So yeah. it's like he doesn't have to compromise on his values, really. <laughs> the only ones that he treats as equal are from his lifestyle, who then have like moved here as like a vacation. It should yeah. be that it's like a small town lady <laughs> who he thought was simple, you know? Yeah. But I feel like that is also kind of a trope that we see in movies where it's like, oh, you're from the big city, but why are you here? Why would you be here? <laughs> like, yeah. it's barely big in, like, Christmas movies, like, Hallmark yeah. Christmas movies. Yeah. That's, like, a trope where it's like, yeah, but why are you here if you could be somewhere else? Well, I like the small town. Yeah. They well, have cookies. we have issues with this conception of a small town anyway. Yes, so... I, the, the lesson they want us to learn is that it's bad that they built, so this town used to be on Route 66 and get lots of uh, like customers to their stores, right? And yeah. we don't even understand why they need customers we, because we've got, currency, aside from that, we are told money do. doesn't seem to exist. We are, we, told, <laughs> we are told they just they just seem to like to serve. Yes. They feel yeah. useless. We're, yeah, we're but told, money isn't quite as existing because the Italian tire car talks about selling tires four for one, but no one ever pays for anything. <laughs> that, uh, that, that aside, yeah. we are told they used to have lots of customers and it was good. And then they put in like a like a highway that cut through the land instead of being the jaggedy route and so people just take that instead of going through the jaggedy route where their town is and i think that that's fine as like a person i'm like i agree that like small businesses are good and like it's good to support them but this is not a story of walmart yeah like they're trying to tell a story of like walmart killing main street small town america with like highway killing weird road which is but it's like so but these roads these businesses existed because this road had to be in this weird windy way so we needed like stops along it yeah but they aren't inherently good it's they i mean it's fine for them not to exist because there's a highway the stores were just built as sort of and I said parasitic while we're watching this and Tanner disagreed with this, but like the road, the, the stores there were just built in order to like get the business of people on this road. And I don't know. I'm just like, I don't care about this town. Yeah. We don't. Uh, are we yeah. bad? What are, were, are we, were you sold on? I, I don't we should know. Destroy highways. People should have to take longer to get where they're going. It's no, I mean I like highways, but I mean <laughs> I get the whole I get the whole small town, you know, uh, not there. I don't know the whole Route sixty six thing because that. Well, but it's like real. okay, so everyone everyone in the world should have to take an extra hour to get from like uh, L A to Vegas. So that this small group of people can subsist in their so weird town. So eight cars. Yeah. So no. I mean, an hour every trip because well, I eight get cars it, but I just move. I think it's just that whole like small town America yeah. being taken over by But I just feel like they should have yeah taken the time to say like there is a big like tire store that's now on route 66 and you get tires and gas and you get everything there and nobody wants to go like have it actually make sense as sort of like a big box store killing main street when this is like but that's just my takeaway more from the plot of the movie yeah supposed to be about lightning mcqueen and it would have made it a little bit more complicated when we're already you know, I'm going to challenge you on this because you're you're happy to spend 
all this time discussing the tongues of the cars, but as soon yeah. as we want to probe the, the yeah. morality of the movie, that's going too deep. Well, I just, I also just felt this part was confusing because when uh, Bonnie Hunt takes him up to look at this vista, I thought it was going to be about like the environment was killed by this road, but she does not care about the environment like being sliced through with this road. She's just mad about her motel not getting customers. <laughs> I, I don't. I, don't I think that these oh. six cars should just move away. <laughs> yeah, but they love their little town of Radiator Springs. I think they're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> There's no other residents. None of them have children. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but I do like Radiator Springs. Have you been to the Radiator Springs at Disney? Land? No, I've heard it's good. Oh, it's very cars good. good. Yeah, okay. Cars Cars Land is very fun. I did. I mean, I want to go dance around all that. Room. Yeah, see, <laughs> it's cute. I assume I assume there's a there's a there's a ride called the freshly paved road, and you get in a tiny car and drive it. It's really smooth. I think maybe it's a thing of like they don't want to leave their small town, but if they do move to like the highway, then it's become it's like moving to a city, yeah, and they don't want to selling out. I understand yeah. why they're sad. I just, I just don't think. I just think that, like everything else in this movie, the metaphor is con- very convoluted. Yeah. Like, well, I get that. Yeah, they should be more convenient for everyone and move over. But they <laughs> like their little small town. I guess. I guess. I just yes. want. I, I, no, for, I, I agree think, that it's sad. Yes. I just don't necessarily agree that it's unjust. Yeah, yes. No. I, I mean, feel like. Even these Christmas movies at least assert that, like, in the small town, you're getting, like, this small town touch and, like, oh, homemade cookies are better than buying them from, you know, Walmart or whatever. But this, even though we see their little businesses work, they never, like, assert that. They're never like gas at flows is better than gas at Texas. I guess the one guy's whatever. got like his weird weed gas. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, the all natural do. gas. <laughs> I just want them to be like, we give like better service because we care more about you or something like they never assert that at any point. Yeah. Well, I think the tire guys kind of do. That's true. Yeah, I like the say... tire guys. I like the, the little one is sort of like a minion. Yeah, he doesn't I talk. I thought the little Guido or is, something. Um, I did like the joke when Mater said, "Is your name Mater too?" <laughs> I wrote that down as being funny. <laughs> the basically, then Lightning McQueen kind of falls in love with the town, and he falls in love with Bonnie Hunt, and then he discovers that Doc Hudson is the Doc Hudson, <laughs> the Piston Cup fame or whatever. Uh, but apparently Doc Hudson crashed in his last race and never recovered from it. Um, and so he's like uh, broken. And I guess I found this to be a more interesting conflict is the idea. Yeah. It's almost, I feel like it all also sort of had to do with Hollywood in the way of like an actor might be discarded because they get like old or yeah. any profession, you know, or maybe it could have to, maybe it could more parallel like a woman having to leave work because she gets pregnant and well, it's, it's hard to come back. Or, an yeah. yeah. Um, but what's weird? But is... it doesn't seem like there's any reason why this car, an athlete, like a human body, does as it gets older, yeah. is less capable. And like, I feel like this car could still race just That's as well because the car gets slower. That's but I think 
No, I think it's like he had this big accident and he didn't get back out there. He didn't have like a Lost moment. His courage. Well, it's just because yeah. he, he wasn't hot anymore. Yeah. So they never, but yeah, I'm like, I don't know. I feel like there's something, there's more there. Well, it was a... strange to me that that crash was meaningful, but then we were re-watching a little of it right before this. And in the first race, there's like 10 cars get cra- crash at the beginning yeah. of the movie. And Lightning McQueen jumps off of their bodies in order to <laughs> get further in the race. And I'm like, so that is like someone I'm racing against, like falls over, like falls on their back and has like broken all their bones in their body. And I jump off of their yeah, body. You, you use their tummy as a springboard. <laughs> that is so disturbing to yeah. think about. I think yeah. Lightning McQueen has bigger issues and there's no there's no psychiatrist in this town. You know, he's not getting the psychiatric yeah. help he needs. Yeah, well, that begs the question, does he have a character growth at all or does he just, I don't know. I don't think he really does. Yeah, he's <laughs> he not just, a great character. We, it's like we don't see him fixing the road and then we see the townspeople respond to it. And yeah. be like, oh, he did a good job. And so it's we sort more of like he the did. town he did a great job. Yeah. It's more like the town warms up to him rather than him warming up to the town. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. So like he doesn't grow at all as a person other than falling in love with Bonnie Hunt's character. Which is he only falls in love with her sort of when he learns she is more of a hot shot than he thought. Yeah. And she has a back tattoo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um but eventually, uh, Doc Hudson does call the media and they come and rescue <laughs> Lightning McQueen and take him to L.A. so he can race. And Lightning McQueen goes back to the race and they're racing and then Doc Hudson and all the people show up and then... How did uh, they get there? They drove. They drove. They're cars. I guess. Aaron, that's yeah. the whole point. Fine. I guess. <laughs> fine. Fine. And then uh, Chick Hicks... Hits, uh, sideswipes the other car, and then he's wrecked. But then, like McQueen is about to win, but then he's like, "No, let me go." He doesn't want that car to have the same fate as Doc cuts, and he wants him to finish. So then he pushes him to the end, and then Chick Hicks wins, but nobody cares. Yeah, it and was then- an interesting way where they were like, "Okay, winning isn't because Lightning McQueen also was going to win, and then stopped." So yeah. they were like, we know that winning isn't enough anymore. Let's find a way for him to be even more of a winner. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> By pushing this, like, victim. Retiring. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah. I think, though, they should have had him go around the track and push, because all the other cars were crashed. He should have pushed every single other car across the finish line. I thought it was the just these crash. three, though. Oh, it was you're right. earlier race. I was thinking of the earlier race. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, it's okay. I, I really apologize. We just... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but then uh, the Dynaco people are like, hey, we want to sponsor you. And then he's like, oh, no, I'm with Rusties, which yeah. are these, like, cute little guys at the beginning of the movie that he sponsor him. And then um, he's like, well, if you ever need anything, let me know. And he's like, I got an idea. And then that's when Tomater gets to fly in a helicopter. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's his goal in life. Yeah. And then- How does he know what a helicopter is? 
Um, he's not. <laughs> I guess they, they like, do have a TV. They do have TVs. Yeah. So I was thinking about like, because there's a lot of reporters in this world. And do they only have TVs and radio or do they have paper media? Because how would a car like read a book? Well, they do have arms. bumper stickers. So how and how are yeah, they, they putting those read, on? Yeah, but I don't know that they read like books. I yeah. feel like that would be hard. Did you they... ever play Putt Putt, the the computer game Putt Putt? Mm-mm. Oh, it's a computer game with this purple car, and um, yeah, he yeah he goes on missions, but a lot of it is he has this like antenna that comes out and it pulls things, so that's oh. kind of like his arm okay. or hand. Is he that by the same people who did like Freddy Fish? Yes, the same. Okay, I've yeah. seen this. Car. I I can picture this car. Yeah, and yeah. He has a little dog is his little friend. Um, Put Put saves the do- zoo. Put Put goes to the moon. Put Put travels through time. All okay, now these sound like good premises for a yeah. Movie I'm like, let's yeah. just ad- adapt Put Put. Yeah, they should have done a Put Put movie. Uh. Well, then we have the reason for watching this whole movie oh yes okay so the movie ends and then they all go to a drive-in movie and that's mm-hmm. when they see toy car story I, and uh we see tom hanks car doing the you are a toy car um and i thought he did a good job yeah. of this line delivery yeah it was the exact same you are a toy from toy story but as a car and it was great um yeah it's funny yeah, yeah. It this funny. part worked but it then was I, funny to see uh, all the then movies. i didn't like they had the guy who does john the ratzenberger voice. yeah they had him like seeing all the movies where john ratzenberger was a voice actor yes and, and then, then he- they were like who is this voice actor? He's really great. Which then is like, well, then are they watching an animated movie? Because it looks like that. <laughs> so then I was like, wait, what? Or is this like, is he like, it didn't make sense at all. They should have said, who is this actor? He's really great, right? But, but that wouldn't have worked for them to say that it's the same voice actor. Yeah. yeah. But he's like in different costumes, you know? He's yeah. like an Andy okay. Circus car, you know? Where yeah, you the circus more... car. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, circus. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but the, yeah, but then he watches uh, Monster Zinc and the Abominable Snowman car. And then, uh, then they watch, uh, oh, Bug's Life. And yeah, and a it's car. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know that we needed like three in, within this like weird like rule of three that we don't need like to follow this game of it being his voice. Well, then he says like they use this guy too much, and I'm like, don't tell me that the viewer because then I agree with this car no. yeah. and i'm like they are using this guy like, too much. no but that's even... the thing that's the that's the thing with pixar is you look for the john ratzenberger oh, okay it's like the <laughs> easter egg you look for it so like it's it was an inside joke because at that point at 2006 it was like uh that's people true. were looking for it so it was like a kind of like we know you guys are looking for it and as though but like it's not hard to spot. He's like one of the big characters in the movie. Yeah, but sometimes but did you he's miss not. John Ratzenberger is in a in, third in of the scenes? Ratatouille, it's hard to find him because he's doing a French accent. Okay, no, I but appreciate I guess, that. I guess yeah. he is like <laughs> he's a smaller role in like A Bug's Life and Monsters yeah. Inc. Yeah, 
Yeah, and I guess cars as well. Yeah, that's not a, I guess not a now, did role. Owen Wilson do a good job in this role? Owen I Wilson? think as our lead Lightning McQueen. Yes. Yeah. I think he did an adequate job, but I don't yeah. think he like elevated this performance in any way. Yeah, it was just Owen Wilson. But I feel like nowadays that's just celebrities doing themselves, you know? I, they're never going to be like a Tom Hanks where he really well, made uh, Woody Woody, you know? You know, Bra- uh, Bradley Cooper, when he does Rocket Raccoon, he's really doing a <laughs> oh, voice. Oh, yeah, he is that is... Working. Yeah, <laughs> that is... A, I will say that is a good performance. Um, I feel like Tom Hanks... Because some people don't even know that Woody is Tom Hanks. Really? There are some people in the world who do not know that's Tom Hanks. I... I guess, but it's. I guess for me, what I wouldn't think is Tim Allen. I feel like I forget that that's him. Oh yeah, well that's because you want to forget it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh Tim Allen, what a what is what polar opposites of human beings? Hmm. Am I right? The the North Polar opposite. Oh, he is Santa. That brings up the Tim Allen is a Disney legend, but Tom Hanks is not. He's never been honored with a Disney legend. Is this a prize? <laughs> yeah, there, every there's a there's a ceremony at the D23 Expo every two years where they honor different D23. people with yeah, um, it's their like fan club or whatever. But that's where they honor all these people with these Disney legends when they become Disney legend status. It's like a special thing. Yeah, what happens? And they get to like you? a statue. And then also at the studios, they have like handprints uh, on mm. like the legends area. Um, and yeah, so it's like all these big Disney people and Tom Hanks has never been honored yet. Well, I would say I don't and think for... Tom Hanks needs this. <laughs> but like Robert Downey Jr. has, Johnny Depp has, Oprah has. But What not... is Robert Downey Jr.'s for? Iron Man? Iron Man, yeah. Because that is a Disney, yeah. Yeah, but I'm like, but Tom Hanks is... Woody and he played Walt Disney in a Disney movie, and you know that is what? the only time that Disney has granted someone play Walt Disney. I think John Ratzenberger. Someone play. Should, I think John Ratzenberger should, or John Lasseter, which is the Mac, who's the actor. Oh, John Ratzenberger. I think he needs it. He's in all these dang yeah. movies. I think he is one already. Oh no. So Cars and <laughs> oh, Life is a Highway. They great do song. listen to that. The music was pretty bad in this movie. It's not great, but life is a hot a life a life is a highway is one of my favorite. They, but it was like a weird cover of it. It was a weird cover, but I like it, especially when they do it in the in the fireworks show because it's just fun to see. Life is a highway. It's great. I'll send you a video. And then also in the paint the night parade. Um, they have a Big Mac truck come by and it's blasting Life is a Highway as like these Wait, people. Wait, what are you talking about? <laughs> oh, this is at Disneyland. They have a. I was like, I Why guess this was a part clip of the, of the movie. movie we just saw. No, yeah. no, there's a there's a parade at Disneyland called Paint the Night Parade, and they have a Big Mac truck. The Mac truck comes by and plays Life is a Highway as people dancing, and it's great. Now, my association with that song is at a very silly spoof miss one year at UCB. Mary Holland sang a parody that was, <laughs> I stole a reindeer. I want to ride it all night long. That's great. <laughs> that was the first time I ever heard that song. <laughs> I'm, glad this, I'm glad this 
I'm glad Cars didn't win any Academy Awards, though. Yeah, it didn't. But do you know what did win instead? 2006? Yeah. I don't know. I think it was Happy Feet won instead. So that's how... People uh, like Happy Feet, though, right? I've never seen it. I don't know if it's anything. Um, It's just a penguin. But we looked it up and we're very surprised to see, like, people... This movie is, like, highly rated. It's not... Cars? Yeah, yeah, well, it, I've from my friends who have kids. Apparently, they the kids love it. They watch kids it all like, the kids like just looking at a car. Yeah, like so. Like my friends who have kids have watched Cars a bunch. Like my best friend, her son right now is obsessed with Cars, and he's always ka-ching, ka-ching, or kapow. I don't, I don't know what he says, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. When my well, like, did the did these like film reviewers kids? hack into their laptops like why would an adult well, I think, like I think that it's the um rotten tomato syndrome where because okay. rotten tomatoes is just like is it better than 50 percent bad like yeah. if someone gives it 51 percent, that equals like a thumbs up yeah so then it gets bumped when really these grades are like a c yeah but... well 50 percent is an f yeah, but with Rotten Tomatoes, it's just it's, it's, it's just I don't think you passed. Yeah. Tomatoes, like it's just like was it not a flop? Yeah, and then that becomes sure. it yeah. was good. So it's like ninety percent of these people didn't think. But this, this was, was like trash. nominated for. Well, also I feel like right? animated movies. No, because it was nominated for best animated and best original song. I think it was the like a song was one. not great. It was that yeah. It's a small town. Yeah, Randy <laughs> Newman. I don't know, um, but yeah, I also feel like uh, animated movies they tend to always just nominate the Pixar, the Disney movies yeah. because they feel like they have to when some of them shouldn't ever be nominated. And I'm sure there is like weird animated movies out there that like are could, good yeah yeah but it's that thing of like people are only watching uh, it's like yeah. when people vote they're like well i think pixar is supposed to be good i'll vote for Pi- i didn't see any of these but i'll vote for pixar yeah i've always yeah. i i feel like people voting in these awards should have to take a test about the movie yeah, yeah. Like, like an should, accelerated reader type yeah test. and then if they fail they can't like vote, <laughs> can't vote in the category yeah um, yeah this, well, a movie like this is weird because those are real kinds of cars. So then I feel like it would create like a kid knowing car brands. Like remember my nephews? Yeah. One time, like my nephews would like come over every week when we still lived in Seattle. And there was like one week where suddenly they knew all these car names. <laughs> they, were, like, <laughs> they were like saying car brands and they were like, I really, I hope we see a Ferrari today. <laughs> like, where did you learn this? Cars. Yeah. <laughs> well, do, do you want to rate this movie out of five Tom Hanks's? How many Tom Hanks's do you give cars? Um, what have things gotten does yeah, that when you get five what if, what if people um, think things? i don't know i mean like a forest gump to me is like a five tom hanks movie okay um okay. and then you've got mail is my favorite so i give it five tom hanks's but then like uh, elvis has left the building is a one tom hanks movie because it's not a good movie and then also tom hanks is not in it that much yeah. also there's yeah. only one tom hanks i mean i yeah. really i don't think there's a reason to see this movie 
Because if you <laughs> if you want to see this plot like like just watch Doc Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not and if you want to look at a car, look at a picture of a car. Yeah. Just type like when my nephews were little, also sometimes. It, we didn't want to like show them just like mo- we tried to play with them instead of showing them movies but there were a couple times when they were like crying so hard I would just google train and then just like show them some pictures of trains <laughs> and it's like a kid is fine with that <laughs> like just make a slideshow so, of pictures of race so cars. what is your rating so, is you refuse to rate because no one should watch it I rated zero Whoa. zero time I, I rated as much Tom Hanks as it is, which is one second. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I think I'm gonna go wildly high from what I thought I would give. I'm gonna give it two Tom Hanks's because I think yeah. I can imagine a worse movie than this. That's true. Yeah, I guess I should revise. That's the only reason. You know what? I I take it back. I give it one Tom Hanks because yeah. it's only one Tom Hanks in it. I'm gonna revi- I'm gonna bump up and give it one Tom Hanks. Wow. So wow. between us, because it's not it's not as though it was poorly. The animation was not yeah. bad. I yeah. will say the the again the pavement looked so good. I thought it was like yeah. it looked real. Tanner said that he was like the pavement looks really good, and I turned to him and I was like, "Lightning's not done finishing paving." <laughs> 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 I mean the animation looks good. <laughs> yeah, it did look good. I didn't think the cars really looked very realistic. No, too shiny. Too so smooth. shiny. And when he got sparkly at the end, I didn't like it. I hated oh, yeah. seeing him sparkly. What are you, <laughs> what's your rating? Um, okay. Well, I've seen all the other Tom Hanks movies and there are some stinkers. I do, I do hate cars i i've seen it too many times (laughs) so i do not like it but i can admit that it is an entertaining movie for first-time viewers maybe who are not thinking too much into the world of cars Mm -hmm. so like kids it is a good movie and then also it i do like life is a highway i do like the cars land at disneyland so i do have to give that that seems to not be the movie that's not but it it resulted in that from the movie um, and then Tom Hanks is, has a cute cameo versus a boring cameo that I do not like because there are some that are terrible cameos. I'm like, why did I just watch that? So for that, I'm giving it a middle two and a half Tom Hanks's, okay. which is two Tom Hanks's and one Colin. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, um, where can people find you guys? Um, you can find me on Twitter at Aaron Kelly Smith. Yeah. I'm at Tanner Hodgson. And also, uh, you can look up our podcast aforementioned, a very Christmas movie podcast. Yeah. Um, there's six episodes (laughs) (laughs) for the classic six days of Christmas. Yeah. Rachel's in one of them. Yeah. Uh, Can't wait for next year. more movies um yeah thank you for giving us an excuse to finally see cars yeah (laughs) i'm sorry (laughs) and learn about tomato oh yeah (laughs) if you are i mean if you did like tomato cars 2 is a tomato there's a chance i make aaron watch it tonight i will just say it the cars movie is a desert much like radiator springs 
it, the 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 movie exists in a desert and Tomato is an oasis, much like their little right. town is. Much like if you were stuck in a, like in a normal time, you would never just drink out of like a pool of water you found. But if you were if you were stuck in a desert, yeah, and there was just a pool, you're like, I'm gonna drink this. Yeah, in a normal times, I would never enjoy Larry the Cable Guy, but yes, in a Cars movie, I'm like, please give me anything. <laughs> in a Cars movie, I'm so happy for Jeremy Piven to show. <laughs> That is saying a lot. <laughs> um, I hope to never think of those big tongues again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so gross. Um, well, thank you for being my guest. Um, thanks for having us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. It's a Tom Hanks podcast. Wow, it's Tom Hanks Podcast.